0: Hey Rebels, my name is Matthew Barton and I'm the host of the Rebellion Brewing Podcast. Today's guest is Brennan Lampett and he's one of the guys behind Armory Brewing located in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. He has this infectious enthusiasm for craft beer and when you see him in action chatting with customers or other craft beer fans, you can't help but feel the positive energy and vibes. He's the kind of guy you just want to grab a beer with and shoot the breeze. Last time I got to talk with Brennan was a quick minute at the Saskatchewan Craft Beer Festival at the German Club in Regina. It was awesome. It was just filled with tons of great people and I just shoved the mic in his face and asked him to share a couple thoughts with me
1: and then I was off.
0: So I'm really excited to sit down with him today and talk all about Armory Brewing. So let's get into it. Brennan, welcome to the show. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. It's been too long.
1: Yeah, always, man. It's uh, the struggle of living up north like we do. We're out of the scene with you guys.
0: We had all these plans to come up to North Battleford this summer, and then COVID kind of locked it all down.
1: Yeah, COVID had a way of uh, knocking the wind out of the sails there for everyone, eh?
0: We'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we will.
0: You guys are still on my list. I got to come up and get a bunch of photos and hang out with you. Buy a bunch of merch.
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. Whenever you want to come down, just let us know. We'd be happy to have you and show you around. And like you just said, sit down, have a beer, shoot the breeze. Deadly.
0: (laughs) So tell me, what is the origin story of Armory Brewing? Hmm.
1: The origin story. So Armory Brewing basically started with a love of craft beer And being fortunate enough to get our hands on such a cool old building, I guess, is kind of how it all started. Um, I I definitely had a love for craft uh, beer and wanted to start up a brewery, um, but I knew I couldn't do it by myself. And, you know, it's just such a huge overhead and undertaking. Um, And I actually had read in the paper, the local paper, that two local business owners had purchased this old armory building here in North Battleford. Uh, and they proposed a microbrewery. So my original thought as I read that was like, ah, oh, man, I should have got on it. I missed the boat. And that thought was immediately followed up by, oh, well, at least we'll have some good beer in town. And I didn't have to work my my bag off for it. So I was pumped. Um, it was about a month after reading that, that I found out it was actually my uncle, Greg Tatey, and his business partner, Brad Taylor, that had bought this building and, and proposed a microbrewery. So Uh, I was super excited. Uh, I came in one day with some craft beers. I think I had some, brought some Blackbridge and and District in that day uh, just to show the boys some SAS craft. And I said, is it coffee break, boys? Like, let's, I want to know your plan. Like, I'm super excited you're doing this. So um, the three of us chatted and and walked around the building and that was totally in shambles. Like they were just, you know, they had rented the outside, but the inside was still just kind of a scare, (laughs) to be honest. Um, and yeah, we toured around and talked ideas and told them how excited I was and what they were doing. And if I could help in any way, shape or form, I would love to, um, after I left, you know, just on a high horse and high note, and they had called me a couple of days later and, and, and asked if, uh, I wanted to come on board with them and, and, uh, maybe take the reins a little bit. So when they said that I was blown back a bit and thought it over and asked if I could in, involve another cousin of mine who's also a dreamer, but he's a little bit more of a realist than I am. Um, he was involved and he was on board. So yeah, there's three cousins and uncle and then Brad Taylor, who's also a part of the family just through business for years and years and years. So uh, here we are a year and a half later and making good beers and, and pumped to be in this space still.
0: That's your guys' superhero story. Totally, man. <laughs> <laughs> So how did you get into craft beer? Um, a good friend
1: of mine uh, by the name of Josh McNick, him and I grew up together here in the Battlefords. Uh, he actually moved out a year before me to Vancouver, and then I moved in with him. Uh, and that was a long time ago. Um, Vancouver was just a little bit too rainy and full of people for me. Uh, I didn't end up hacking it. I'm just a prairie boy. I don't know. How else to explain it? I uh, needed wide open spaces, man. So I came back home. He stayed obviously. Um, and he started a brewery. Uh, I think it's, is it nine years ago, eight or nine years ago now. He started a, a brewery called 33 Acres. So before he had opened, uh, my wife and I would go down there for uh, trade shows. We also own a snowboard shop here in town. So we would go down to Vancouver for the no show and we would visit our friend Josh, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, twice a year. And one day, so this would have been about 10 years ago or something. Um, we went down to a nice little restaurant on the channel of the ocean. And I, I think I ordered a, I don't know, I ordered just a run of the mill beer and he kind of looked at me and was like, no, don't bring him that he'll have this. And I was like, what? What's going on, man? And so then he explained, you know, the whole world behind it and, and how keeping it local and keeping it craft and and how you can just, there's so much more out there for beer than just what's, you know, given to you or what you grew up with or something, you know. Um, and right then and there, you know, the beer he ordered me was delicious. And from there on out, um, my woman and I have always made a conscious effort to, buy local or, or try something new and try something different and open our eyes to, to beer. And, and, uh, it just grew from there. Got to the point where it was hard to buy beer in the Prairies 10 years ago, you know, cause there was just run of the mills there, Joe blow beers. Right. Um, but now the craft scene's huge in the Prairies. And now it's even hard to buy beer cause you're a kid in a candy store. You're just like, okay, what do I get now? Holy, there's so many options. So that's where my love started, was a good friend um, that, that introduced me to, to beer, good beer.
0: What was your reaction when he said, no, no, he'll have this?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was. I was a little blown back. I was like, uh, okay, Dad, thanks, man. You know, I, <laughs> I'm old enough to order my own beer. I'm a grown-up. But little did I know, he was teaching me something anyway, you know. So, yeah, I was, I was thrown back. But then he, when he explained it. It just made so much more sense because, you know what, I'll, I'll be the first to admit I I was – I stuck with what I know and, and I'm, uh, you know, I was always one of those guys. Like, I ordered the same meal every time I went to the same restaurant and I ordered the same beer when I ordered a beer. Um, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, kind of, is how I lived. But uh, craft beer, it actually – in all honesty has opened my eyes to a lot of different stuff. You know, I eat a lot of different foods now that I never would have tried before. And, and I'm just more open to change and more open to new things, you know?
0: It's really interesting that you, uh, you felt that or noticed that within yourself. Cause I was talking about that with a friend, literally like two days ago. I'm like, can you imagine us eating roasted Brussels sprouts or grilled asparagus and he's like heck no he's like i hated this stuff <laughs> right
1: and now you're just like yeah you gotta try it and then oh wow that is good
0: throw it on the Can grill we? beside the burgers
1: yeah who knew who knew like grilled or fried asparagus would be so good though hey eh? like that's good stuff
0: a little salt <laughs> a little olive oil <laughs> oh yeah it's
1: good yeah you you find yourself almost turning into a foodie as well once you got into good beer
0: I was kind of already on that path because of my wife. Um, She, uh, she grew up on a farm in Wisconsin and she was always complaining. She's like, man, all you do is eat chicken nuggets and garbage. She's like, can you please eat real food? And I just didn't understand what she was talking about. I didn't get it. And slowly over time, she started to just change my diet, get rid of the sugar, get rid of all the, the fat and the salt and the garbage. And And I didn't really notice it until I went back home to my parents. And I was like, oh, oh, we ate like this. (laughs) (laughs) Crazy. And then I kind of realized, oh, I guess I'm a foodie now.
1: (laughs) Good for you. That's awesome though, right?
0: But I did like what you're saying. uh, The kid in the candy store, what do you choose? How do you choose? So my method was always pick one thing that I love and one thing that I've never tried before.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. it with my buds. Absolutely, man, absolutely. I like that method, because that way you are, you're never disappointed because you know you got something you love, and then the new one, you never know. It could be another new lover. It could be a total miss. Just be like, ooh. You know, it's hard to say that's not a good beer. You can just say, oh, that's not my style, or that's not my jam. Because like, what I've been finding is there is so many taste buds out there you know, you could try the beer in your mind is one of the worst beers you've ever tried and your best friend would be like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, what? All right, man,
0: you do you, I guess. <laughs> crazy. Have you guys noticed that uh, with some of your styles, some people just go crazy for them and, they, and other people just react really negatively?
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, so actually the beer I'm having right now, that I would love to share with you. Like if we were sitting down together, man, we're super pumped on it. It's our very first Sour that we've ever done. Nice. Uh, we've, yeah, we've teamed up with Matt Chevier, who's been brewing in the province for a while. And he's, he's masterminded this, this Sour we've got. Um, so I had a tour on Saturday of about 25, 20 people maybe, actually. Um, well, obviously separated due to COVID, but over time there was 20. Anyways, we had, I bet you it was a 50 50 split on on people that I just did not see them enjoying this beer. I don't really like beer, so we'll see how this goes. And they try the sour and super stoked. Like, they were like, oh my God, is this ever great? And I was like, blown away that that person liked that beer because I, for sure, in my brain, I was like, there's no way they're going to like this thing. It's going to take them totally to left field. Shake their head, give that disgusted look, and go. That's not beer. Oh, that's not beer. But they were—they were super pumped. So
0: yeah, man, it's—it's it's cool to see that. Like, what's the name of your sour beer?
1: Uh well, they came up with the name Matt and a couple of our server girls. They called it Wild Tang. Um, so it is. It's almost just like a like a a tang for adults. You know, it's sitting at you know five and a half percent alcohol and and it tastes very citrusy but you know we, we peeled some like we did took orange peels and grapefruit peels and put that and brew to get that citrus flavor and then matt hand picked a bunch of chamomile which is like that pineapple prairie ditch weed that you can find like in the ditch all over the province uh he picked a bunch of that and then you know, made an extract out of it and blended it. So on the breathe out, you get a little bit of that pineapple, but the original taste is just like a very citrusy, you know, kale sour. It's man. I'm so pumped. I haven't wanted one for over a year now, but finally got it.
0: Are you guys culturing it with yogurt? Nope.
1: Not yet. I don't know. Actually, I don't even know how we did that. We're going to, that's a question for Matt. <laughs> Can't even answer that.
0: Tell me about some of your guys' other beers. I know I've had the IPA and a couple others. Mm.
1: Um, so, you know, it's the craft world. You always want to try something new, right? Um, but with our immediate community that we live in, um, we, we've honestly just made a beer and we named it just a beer. We've made it so generic and so close to a beer you've tried before that. We we couldn't even come up with a better name. We were drinking it going, I don't know, it tastes like a beer to me. Like it's and it sells so well here. Um, so and, and it's a hybrid. Like we, we put it through the lagering process, but we still use the ale yeast strain. Uh, and actually that was due to COVID. COVID kind of um, we didn't have any keg space, but our beer was ready. So then we just oh okay, well we'll slow down the process and lager it here. So it is I mean, we can't call it a lager as it's not, but it's that's just a smooth you know go to i guess if you're having a tough time choosing from all these options you can just go to that um but then we have a peach apricot on hand that to be totally honest i can't stomach it at all and it is one of our best sellers um (laughs) it just blows out out of here so yeah it's 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 something man (laughs) i don't know
0: i can't handle apricot beers what is it about apricot beers I went to a beer tasting and everybody was to bring some for a bottle share. And like, yeah. by the third apricot in a row, I was like, I'm not, I'm not drinking this any anymore. I'm pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> so mad about it. Man, I'm so with you. I, I like, I don't know. I'm not
1: into it. I'm not a huge like berry flavored guy, but if it's, there's been people pulling things off like that are so natural and, and not overbearing that are so good. Um, you know? We did a Saskatoon berry beer, and I loved it, but it wasn't. It was very, you know, mild. It wasn't in your face, you know. It still tasted like a beer, you know. And then it was the back end. Man, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some Saskatoons in there for sure, you know. It was a little slightly tart, but yeah, I don't know, man. Peach apricot. People love it everywhere, and I just can't handle it.
0: Circling back to your just a beer beer, mm-hmm. I think I would want to taste that to see. You know, it's kind of like a signature. You have to have a nice, easy drinking, clean beer because you can't hide all the flaws come out. It really is a showcase of your attention to detail and cleanliness and your talent to just make a really nice, smooth, clean beer. Absolutely. If you guys are there and everybody's picking it up and digging it, like, you've arrived. Yeah, yeah, no, man. I, you know what? I can. I would agree with you.
1: Like, it, it is one of those things, and that's something you talk about with brewers all the time. Like, you're gonna make something like you said. You can't hide. You can't just throw a bunch of hops at it, and you know, hide maybe a potential mistake or or you know, like there is so many finicky spots in the brewing process where you can get these off flavors. So, like you said, if if uh if it's working and and it's just a stripped down beer, like. Yeah, I don't know. You say, like, you've made it, but I don't know. I do the bookwork sometimes. Like, back, we haven't made her yet, but. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's good. Like, it's it's great that there's beers. Like, I'm so pumped to be in this world and, and drink all these, you know, like Rebellion and Pile of Bones and, like, the Regina Crew. They got all these great beers. And then, you know, Saskatoon, I mean, you pick one, Shelter and Nine Mile and all these dudes are just, like, doing such great beers. And you can pick them up all the time grab it know what you're getting it you know it's if we can i mean i guess that's kind of what i where i want to be is like i just want to be a staple in the province you know run with the big dogs you know what i mean like i want people to be like oh yeah that armory beer is yeah get that one you know it's great you can't go wrong you know grab that one you'll be good and then try this other one on a whim but as long as you know i want to get there where we have like that beer where people are like yep that's the one that's going in the cart for sure. And, uh, yeah, we'll try this other guy. See how this is, but are we there yet? No, not yet.
0: It's very early days for you guys, but I love your branding. I love how tight it is. Like your photos and the way you talk to people on social, it's really, you guys have a strong sense of self. And I, as a marketing guy for rebellion, I really appreciate what you guys lay down. I'm like, they're dialed in. They're tuned into their audience. I I just wanted to heap a bunch of praise on you. I, I love looking at what you guys are doing. I think it's great.
1: Dude, thank you. And I take that very personal because that's me. I don't I don't make this beer that you drink. I you know, I like to talk about it and I like drinking beer and I like you know, helping the brewer come up with ideas on where we can go. But uh, essentially, I mean Matt's making all those calls, not me, right? But the marketing end of it is me. So when, when you say that, dude, that just blew my head up a little bit. Thanks. Appreciate it.
0: <laughs> you guys should carry your heads up high. Like, I love what you guys are doing. It it looks like fishing and hunting and camo and just having fun with your buds.
1: I mean, that's North Bedford. That's That's who we are. I, I don't know. I shouldn't say that. I guess there's definitely different walks of life in NB. And I can't speak for all of us but my immediate crew or, or how I am and how I grew up and what I love, you know, that's, I mean, you can only, you can only portray who you are. Right. Like, I think it shows if, if you're trying to be something you're not, and why not be honest with everyone anyways? Like, I, I can't, that's what I mean. I can't just tell you exactly how we made that beer. Cause I was probably upstairs pulling my hair out, writing emails to the government or something when Matt was brewing it. So, I can't always just know all the answers for that end, but I don't know. Thanks, man. I just, I appreciate it.
0: <laughs> how do you think North Battleford has responded to you guys in general? We talked about it a little bit, but I kind of want to unpack that. Man, uh, yeah, good.
1: I think very good. Um, and you know what? Let's let COVID be a test to that. Um,
0: we're a year and a half
1: old, so, or young. I don't know how you want to say it, but. When that happened, wow, I mean, everybody was the same, right? Everyone was stressed and everyone was like, what are we going to do? Like, what's up? The world's shutting down essentially, right? Um, and then being so new, obviously I had it sitting on my brain. Like, do, do people even know we're here? Like, how are we going to make it out of this? What What are we going to do? You know, um, growler stations had shut down, Um Restaurants had shut down, basically 90, and we don't package beer yet. So 90% of our sales were basically just shut off. So North Battleford, our community, kept us going with Growler Fills. They made that extra effort. They, they ordered the beer online, and they ordered it over, you know, Instagram, social media, stuff like that. They came to my pickup window um, they made that extra effort, which, I mean, the liquor store right next to their house was open and they could go get Rebellion there, right? They could go get some great beers. But they were like, you know what? Yeah, we're going to support NB. Like, we've got to support the Armory. We want them to open back up. And people made that conscious effort. So my hat goes off to North Battleford every day. Like, I'm blown away that how well they've accepted us and support us. I love this place, man.
0: I love that story. You just gave me chills up and down my, my spine
1: yeah oh, man. Cool.
0: We've had that same similar response where people from Regina, from the area, like Moose Jaw, Estevan, they call us up or they come into the tap room and they say, now's the time to support local. Now more than ever, I've woken up and I've said, local's where it's at. If you don't help these guys, they're not going to exist in six months, three months, you know? And I'm I'm grateful to see that it's happening for you guys too. It just kind of like gives me like my hair is standing on end. And truly,
1: right. Like it's, it's, I think it just definitely showed how passionate and, and how, I don't know for a while there. Like I've been in retail for like, let's say 15 years. And to be honest, before the brewery, man, I was like, I might have to get out of this game. Like, People like, will see something online and, uh, oh, I can get it for like six bucks cheaper, so I'm just going to buy it online. And then they call you and there's a problem with it. Oh, I don't know how to fix this. Can I, can I bring it in and get it fixed? And yeah, for sure. They bring it in. You're like, well, where'd you get this? I never carried this piece. Or, oh, I, I still have it. So how do you have it? Oh, I bought it online. And you're like, <laughs> cool, man. You know, like, I still pay my taxes and still pave your roads and sponsor your kid's hockey team or whatever, right? So for a while there, I was getting a little bit shook with the whole retail game. Um, But then the whole craft world, man, just blew me away. Um, I know I've said it before, but, uh, like, Garrett and Sean from NANMA, they came into our brewery. We didn't – I think we just got our stainless, but we hadn't made a beer yet. We were just so stressed on the building and we were getting stretched in on budget. And, you know, there's so many times you ask that question, like, dude, are we going to make it? Like, is this going to work? We got to up how much more money? We haven't even made a beer yet. Like, is it going to work? And those guys came in and and just were like, yeah, if you guys need a hand with anything, here's our number. Let us know. Oh, you know, so-and-so from this brewery, they'd be glad to, answer that and they just really showed us how the craft beer world was so much so welcoming i'm not going to compare it to anything else i'm just going to say it was so welcoming and, and everyone was like man you guys got a great place keep going you're gonna do well like just get some beers out there and it hasn't stopped that love and that support um i think from every brewery to us. And then we also try to send that back, right? Like if we can help in any way, which we're so new, I don't know how, but if anyone has any questions or wants me to help, let me know, you know, and I think it, it's refreshing. And now you see the community doing the same thing. Like, no, we want you to stay like that shirt or that beer has where we come from right on. it. Yeah. We want that to succeed. Yes. We want this to stay around. So yeah man the local movement is pow- is powerful right now. I love it.
0: There's something special about the craft beer scene, the craft beer culture in general. I think it's it's interesting to see that it's spread all the way far north, all the way to the south it's 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 wild and i'm I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that you guys feel that love too.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, sometimes we definitely feel out of the loop. Like, we're so far out of the scene, you know. I'd imagine Blackbridge feels the same. Like, they're so far south, but I don't know. It just seems like you talk to – like, we go to – say, we went to Maker's Melt through the fields there to check some things out the other day and see the varieties of, uh, you know, barley they're growing and so on and so forth. And then you see all these other brewers from the city, and they all know each other, and they all have, like, background stories about, I don't know, going disc golfing with that guy the other day. And you're like, what? Cool, man. You guys like hang out. (laughs) There's like a culture in the city. Sweet, man. And we feel we're kind of out of the loop out in the north, right? So I I speak like we live in the bush, but I mean, we're not that far north. But, you know, we don't get to the city as often because, you you know, you're busy working. Um, But you don't have the next door neighbor brewer coming over at the end of the evening to have a beer. Cause he got done work a bit early and Oh, I heard you guys are brewing this up. Let's try it. And, you know, like, and to me when we meet the city folks, they're all talking that way. Like, Oh man, I can't believe you guys. Like when are you dropping that? It was so good. And I was like, they haven't dropped it yet. How do you know how good it is? Oh, we were drinking beers there until like 11 last night. What? that's all?
0: Sneaking them off the bright tank.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, we get a little jealous for sure of of uh, how tight knit it seems the, the craft beer world is in, in the bigger city centers, but whatever. We get a little, like when we show up, it's always fun. We try to make it
0: count. So, I loved hanging out with you guys at Makers when we were drinking. Uh, yeah, right, right. That was great. That was I awesome, missed man. it this year because of COVID, obviously. Right,
1: right, right. Totally, man. Totally. That was
0: awesome. I was like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm going to go bug Brennan. And that nah, yeah. it didn't happen.
1: <laughs> no. I guess COVID, like you got two little kids at home too. Hey, so you got to do all your due diligence very much. So you don't want to bring that home.
0: I'm thinking that, uh, I'm not confident that schools are going to remain open very long.
1: Yeah, (laughs) man.
0: Luckily I could kind of work from home and do a lot of web. Yeah. How's it affecting you guys?
1: Man, I don't know if I should even say that you might have to edit this out, but I mean, we mask up and, and we do our due diligence. Um, but, I don't know, it just doesn't even seem super real because nothing's been so close to home yet. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's a battle, right? Like, you hang out with your friends in the tap room, let's say, and they're your boys, but you don't see them every day. They're not your immediate, you know, they're not your kids and your wife at home. So you want to, like, hug them or give them a high five, and you're, you're about to, and then you start and go Sorry, man, and then you guys like touch elbows or something, and you're like, "Yeah, COVID, right?" So yeah, I don't know. It's changed, but it. I don't think we're as pandemic-y as the cities. I don't know. That's did I say
0: that right? I don't know. When you have so much more traffic, like you have those those airports, like say Toronto or Montreal, right? It's gonna hit a quicker, you know. For sure, man. We're we're both. I mean, North Battleford, Regina. We're both kind of. Lucky to be a little bit physically, socially isolated during this kind of thing. It things maybe move a little bit slower in terms of spread. Knock on wood. Oh yeah, <laughs> I might have to edit that out. <laughs> yeah, totally,
1: bro. But you know, it's one of those things, right? Like, I totally agree. We live in a little smaller scale, and I mean, we live in Saskatchewan. The time doesn't even change here, man. You know, we're just. I think we're doing our thing
0: here. That's the way it should be. I agree. Daylight savings can suck it.
1: Yeah, totally. (laughs) Awesome.
0: One of the things I wanted to bug you about was, uh, I know it's only been a year and a half, but you must have a couple favorite stories, a couple bangers that you like to share with your buds so far.
1: Yeah, I got one. I got one, man. It's kind of embarrassing for myself, but it's a funny story. We, um we remember the bull barley project that went down probably a year ago we were super new um so we had made a smash out of that just to really showcase the barley and 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 what it you know its flavor profile and so on and so forth was uh 21st street had hosted so everyone in saskatchewan had made this beer and got invited to come out and we all tried each other's beers and yeah, I don't know what it was, man. Everyone was like having like the sample glasses, everyone's beers, and I was like, man, eh, what, 13 breweries in Saskatchewan? I'll just drink pints. We'll figure it out. I'm sure I could get through everybody's pints, right? <laughs> yeah, rookie move, big time. The boys had to babysit me pretty, pretty good that night. I got a little bit uh, too hammered up. And oh, like, you know, it was at 21st Street, which is the basement of Winston. Winston's pub in Saskatoon and we stayed at the center hotel and it's all attached So we ended up coming from the event and ended up, you know having a bite to eat a couple more beers at Winston's and so on and so forth and I was a little bit too inebriated and was like total autopilot and My pals my my associates are like, yeah, you made an ass of yourself man like you made a goof, like okay, okay, so maybe a week later I go to to deliver beer, to instance, because we're on tap there. So I I roll in and, you know, dressed a little different and sober. And I was like handshaking and meeting everyone. And their bartender, Adam, was like, yeah, bro, we've met. I said, oh, oh? He's like, yeah, we've met. (laughs) I was like, okay, sorry, man. (laughs) He just laughed. He's like, nah, no sweat. But, yeah, that was a good first impression. (laughs) That's one of my favorite
0: stories, actually. But Don't we all have a story like that? Where we I would assume. <laughs> I mean, I hope. <laughs> Do you mind if I tell you my version of that? No, I would appreciate it. It was, it was like 2005, 2006. It was uh, St. Patrick's Day at the university. So you can imagine what university yeah. students on St. Patrick's Day are getting up to. Green beer. Yeah. I don't remember it. <laughs> but what I do remember the next day was people coming up to me in the hall and they're like, buddy, and they're giving me like a hug. And I'm, I'm not a hugger. Like in that sense, I'm an <laughs> introvert. I'm like, you know, six feet back is good with me. Yeah. And people are shaking my hand and coming up and giving me hugs. I'm like, who was that? I, I don't know what's going on. And they're like, you were just buying everybody drinks and full of love and just, just the happiest I've ever seen you. And I'm like, I. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shoot! Wish I could go back now. I mean, at least I didn't pick a fight. <laughs> totally. Oh
1: man, those those are almost the the reassuring ones. When you've had too much, and people like, "Oh, you were so happy and so positive, man. We were just stoked to be around you." And you're like, "Okay, perfect," because that can go the other way. So I'm glad this is why you know me, not the other way around. But, but good for you. That's awesome, bro. That's awesome. Plus, you probably had a green tongue still and green teeth. And
0: <laughs> I think my eyes turned green after that day. <laughs> nice. Where can people find your guys' beer? Um,
1: you know, obviously, we're in a few less locations since COVID. and Like I said, we're not packaging just yet, but it is on the cusp. Um, we're trying some experimental stuff, so eventually we'll get more places. But for now... Um, yeah, we're in a few liquor stores on Fields, like Metro and Regina, if we're thinking Regina. Um, typically, we're at beer bros, but they're just do, they're doing some rentals and stuff. Um, they, so, we're there. We actually just maybe got some new accounts. I'm going to do a delivery here tomorrow. I'm going to Regina. The lobby, we're going to be there. I'm super pumped. It's a cool little spot. I like it. Those boys seem awesome. I just met them and yeah, Alvero. easy I don't know. They seem to passionate about what they do too, man. They seem cool. Um, and then we're in the Pile of Bones. We're also there on tap. Um, Birmingham's. We're in there actually too. Um, but it, it. doesn't say us. Yes. It's just a Birmingham's beer if you order it. But um, then we're in a few different locations in Saskatoon as well. Um, but we make the trip like up to Nipawin, the damn smokehouse in Nipawin. Yeah,
0: fair enough. You've been there? Yeah, I love it. I'm wearing Dude. a damn smokehouse hat right now. No way. Yeah. Yes, hey, Let me man. show you on the camera.
1: Yeah, bro. Yeah, those guys kill it, man. If you're a foodie, that's definitely a place to go. Like, wow. 100%. I yeah.
0: love his food.
1: Me too, man. So good. That's a crazy trip, too. You've been to Nipwood? Oh, I love how those guys utilize the river. Like, they're always there doing huge fishing tournaments and stuff like that.
0: We did that big beer with uh, Carrot River. Oh, yeah. So we did that Outback beer, that hemp beer. And right. on our way up, we're like, damn, Smokehouse, Farron. He's a big craft beer guy, right? Right, so we, right, right. We stopped there for supper and we had this, uh, like, the clients and customers were coming in and they're like, hey, Mark, it's so good to see you. And Mark's like, who are you? But <coughs> we didn't know that Farron had told a bunch of people in town that Mark Isey from Rebellion's coming. He's a pretty
1: tough dude to, to not recognize either though.
0: Right. Yeah. They treated Mark like a rock star. He was just like, oh man, this is, he's like, oh shucks. I just, I just make beer and want you to be excited about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Farron's yeah. food was like lights out. We ate ourselves till we were sick. And then, and then the next day it was off to Carrot River to go hang out with them. With some
1: leftovers probably. You probably couldn't even finish it all. There was so much food there. <laughs> that is awesome man
0: my next plan my next time i'm coming right up to to nipawin north battleford Carrot river we got to make all those hits it's gonna be a yeah. long day of driving but i'm eating and drinking in every single spot
1: yeah it's almost one of those trips where you almost got to just take it to go hey eh? because if you had a beer everywhere well you might
0: not make her too far I'll have a have a wingman that's
1: right. Gotta have a wingman. Man, hop in with the uh, the delivery driver there. Who do they got? Who's Rebellion's delivery guy now? Is it still Paul?
0: Nathan and uh, Craig. Oh, okay. Have you met Nathan Amos? I don't know if I have. He kind of talks. He's like, hey, I kind of talked like this. He's got a little bit of gravel in his voice.
1: Oh, really? Yeah, I
0: don't think I have yet. And then like Craig, he's Welsh. And although he's got that classic Canadian kind of manner of speech, if you can get him going on the Welsh accent, you're like, I can't, can't understand you at all,
1: buddy. No way. They're great. That's cool. After a few beers, the Welsh comes out in (laughs) them.
0: You know, what's crazy is, uh, he's not a big drinker. Oh yeah. Like he'll have one, but he's, he's, he behaves himself.
1: Yep. Good for him, man. I wish I had that kind of willpower. (laughs) I'm like a creature of more. Oh, wow, that was good. I better have more of it.
0: <laughs> if less is more, think how much more and more could be. Ooh,
1: there you go. <laughs> Look at that
0: thought. That's awesome. If I was going to give you like a 60-second plug, 60-second elevator pitch, what do people absolutely need to know about Armory bring?
1: Whoa. What do they need to know? Uh jeez man i don't know he kind of put me on the spot i guess our our space i always bring it up but honestly man our space is seriously something to talk about um i mean it took a lot of blood sweat and tears for sure to get it to where it is um and maybe that's why i like talking about it but this bones and the structure are over 100 years old like 1913 this place was built and it is it has It hasn't moved or shifted it's still the safest place in the storm. You know, like, I, I would say the building is is exceptional and the beers are great. If I had 60 seconds to tell somebody, like, why would I come to the Armory? I would say I just, I don't think you get the same experience anywhere else in the province as you can here. And, and I'm not taking away from anyone else. Don't get me wrong. Everyone has their own different experiences and that's what makes craft so great. But, yeah, ours is just, I think worth worth the travel or or worth uh checking out in
0: my opinion brandon i want to thank you for your time today
1: man thank you i appreciate uh being involved and and, uh i like always like talking to you man so
0: i can't wait to get my hand on your new beers totally man next time will be great we'll cheers it man i'll be coming to regina tomorrow i'll bring some samples by deadly
1: dude done i'm loading them up as soon as we hang up i'm gonna load up some samples and you guys can chime
0: tomorrow love it so much you're making my heart feel full of love
1: yeah thanks for uh giving us the opportunity to sit down and chat again man (laughs) cheers cheers bro
0: rebels thanks for listening today if you have any questions or comments about this episode be sure to join us on a brand new facebook group page the rebellion brewing podcast i'm going to include links in the show notes so you can find all things armory brewing as you know the SasCraft beer scene is always changing and i'm going to do my best to keep featuring all the new local beers coming out be sure to check us out on facebook instagram and untapped so you don't miss out on a single thing thank you for joining the rebellion